Welcome to the official catch-up. Today I'm joined by Alex Webb of Stolen Uni. How are you getting on, Alex? I am not so bad. Yourself? Yeah, obviously we're doing these due to the lockdown, trying to keep people entertained. I think a lot of people are obviously missing the football and the chat a wee bit. I have kept note of your um, your podcast over the last couple of days and obviously over the season. and It's just to get boys chatting about football and what they're doing with the time. Yeah, uh, in terms of Stirling Uni, these guys uh, been pretty. I think uh, you've been tent for since week three or something like that. Yeah, that's. Uh, I think I, I saw your uh, post on on the catch up where I think the past three seasons I've been involved with Stirling Uni, we've been tenth, but um, it doesn't really sum up how we've how we play. You know, no, no. The amount of effort we put in, you know, on a Wednesday and a Saturday, it it doesn't reflect. Uh, league position really Yeah I would agree I mean uh, I kind of give you um, a fair bit of credit because I really do uh, like a lot of the, the guys that you know at Stirling Uni I think you're a, a good young team you obviously won the Bucks as well uh, which is fantastic I think that's the third time uh, the first time in about five years if I remember correctly but you guys are you know for what you do um, having to play practically you know almost double uh, the amount of games that some teams play is uh, fantastic. Yeah, you know, um, the, like the, it's totally different because on a Wednesday, the the standards just it's just all frantic. It's all in the air, head it, kick it, do what you can to get a result. But the boys have a good transition to change on a Saturday where you're playing against a lot more better technical players. But um, I think the gaffer he he instills it uh, to the boys who were joining early on. He says. What you'll be playing on a Wednesday is totally different to what you're playing on Saturday. The, the boys, the the boys adapt well. Yeah, it's um, obviously hard to juggle studies and football at the same time, but it's sort of getting your time management skills right and obviously your mentality for the games. Yeah, and and if you don't mind me asking, Alex, what are you studying at the moment? Uh, sports studies. Oh, so <laughs> relevant to what you, what you're <laughs> yeah, doing. Yeah, so it's, I it's um. A lot of a lot of the modules I do coincide with obviously football, so I use a lot of them skills into that. Are you? Uh, what's happening with uni at the moment? Are you uh, on your dissertation? Are you, are you exams cancelled and stuff like that? Are you? I'm uh, I'm I'm third year, so I've still got another year left. Like, but um, I've I've got an exam which is now online, um, a presentation and a quiz, which is. Sounds pretty straightforward, but doing it online and at home, it's a bit of a pain, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I thought it was always better. Like when I when I used to go home from uni, uh, like I, I just couldn't study really. Uh, I always felt I was better just sitting in the library for a few hours and and sort of concentrate. So I, it must be hard. It's obviously a distraction being at being at home. Yeah, I, no, I agree with that. It's, it's just I think it's that environment, you know, being in the library. It just Helps you study more. In terms of Stirling Uni, uh, to be honest with you, mate, when I first got involved in, I'm sure you guys hear this all the time, but when I first got involved in the Lowland League, I kind of thought, oh, you know, uni teams. And then I saw the game you played against Kelty uh, last season at New Central Park where you drew 2-2 and I, my mindset just completely changed. Uh, I sort of looked more into into what you was doing in the box. Uh, I promised the gaffer that I would learn a wee bit more about the box and stuff. And I, I'm... I'm amazed at the program, but does the you know the stick you get from maybe some of the junior teams that are not quite in the low league does that does that motivate you? Does it bother you at all? 
I think it's the same, not just uh, yourselves, but I think it's probably other teams in the league. And like you say, junior teams, they, they sort of like, when we go into cup competitions and we play lower league teams, they sort of come into it thinking, oh yeah, it's just, just a bunch of young boys where we're going to run over them. But I think it's, like I said before, we've, we've adapted, I think, well to what people think. And we just we just play our own game, really, and don't really bother about what they think. I think it was... Blackburn, we we played last season in the cup, and they said that we were the dirtiest team they've played against. <laughs> which um, I don't know which is true or not, but uh, yeah, we do get quite a little bit of stick. But yeah, I remember, like, I remember uh, earlier, well, a, a couple of months ago now. I think he's he's got the win at uh, East Stirlingshire. Uh, uh, Andy Williamson, who does their Twitter, obviously tweeted out that he's you know you were sort of playing for the draw, and then you you just go and score the winner. <laughs> I it's just little thing, little comments like that. You know, it just makes you chuckle because they can't they can't face that they got beat by probably the better team on the day. So yeah, you just have a little laugh at them comments. Um, how good is the Stirling Uni program? Obviously, we've seen the likes of Rory McEwen go to Elgin. Obviously, Blair Lyons uh, at Montrose, and then now he's moving up to Partick Thistle and stuff. Gosh, uh, going to uh, Elgin as well, and I'm, I'm assuming there'll be there'll, there'll be a few more boys. Uh, is that the sort of objective of the programme for you guys to, to maybe do something with football? I think probably, yeah, because boys come in from, like myself, I came down from England to play. I came from Morecambe and I came up at first thinking, oh, it's it's going to be easy, Scottish football and that. But then um, I sort of got taken back by how good the standard actually was in the Lone League. And I think over the past three seasons, it's developed me as a player and the other the other third and fourth years, obviously, have moved on now. Um, but I think the gaffer gets does he does excellent with the program, what he does, and uh, how he manages all the boys. And obviously, he's got a lot of uh, contacts with clubs higher in the uh, pyramid. So I think a lot of boys who are leaving this year and next year will be looking to progress to the high level. So how did you actually get um, involved in Stirling Uni? Was where I know Chris obviously sometimes has a lookout for some of the players. That was that what happened with you, or did you just sort of apply and then trial? Uh, so it was um, it was when Shelley was still manager. Um, mm-hmm. Down in England they have the exit trials. I think they have it up in Scotland as well. Yeah, but um, obviously so Shelley travelled down to there's about fifty sixty boys there, and um, you just play. I think it's a sixty minute game, and. She scouted me from there and offered me the uh, scholarship to come up, and I already knew Tom Cowley, who was who's leaving this year, so it was um, a no-brainer, really. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what are you doing to sort of combat, you know, the isolation at the moment? I, I take it you're still keeping fit. Have you got any instructions from the gaffer on that to what you should be doing? Um, yeah, he's uh, sent over as a, a, a program, but I'm just trying to keep on top of this uni work I've got to do. Yep. Um, I've got a few workouts I'm doing, you know, get out on the bike, have a walk. But it's difficult, like um, boys have said in the previous podcast. It's it's hard when you when you're not when you're used to that uh, schedule of training, what two times, three times a week, and now you're just stuck indoors. It's it's difficult. Yeah, I think I think that's uh, one of the things that a lot of people don't realise, obviously, when you're in a routine, um, it can be difficult when it's, you know, you don't have that routine to fall back on. Um, I think a lot of people start feeling a wee bit lost and obviously, you know, we've talked about it for a wee while now, but mental health is obviously a thing at the moment and I think everyone 
has uh, been affected by by this whole thing and uh, not being able to see their family. I mean, I, I myself, I'm, I can't see my son at the moment, which is, you know, why why I hope these um, just keep people going. You know, ch- chats, having a, a wee bit of normality, hopefully, and and uh, discussing discussing football and uh, we're, tr- we're obviously trying our best and and hopefully people listen in and stuff. No, no, I agree. It's it's hard being cooped up in your house and not being able to do anything. Now, I agree with you there. So, um, so Alex, you've obviously, uh, hopefully, uh, all your work and that's, you know, you're you're going to pass it and whatnot. But uh, what are you hoping for the future? Are you hoping to maybe um, get in Scottish football with a, you know, like Elgin, or or are you maybe uh, looking for something maybe down in England? Um, I think personally, I want I want to stay up in Scotland. You know, I've got all my mates are up here now, and um, I think. Opportunity-wise, up here it's better, better for myself to get a team mm-hmm. in Scotland, and I think I enjoy it a lot more up here. I think uh, if my dad, my mum and dad hear that, they won't be too happy. Like, but <laughs> um, no, nah, I think I want to pursue things up here. Well, that's that's uh, good to hear. Um, yeah, that's good to hear, and, I, and hopefully you do. I mean, I, we keep, I touched on the the uni program there. I think uh, Chris and. And uh, the guys there, and obviously likes yourself, the players, and that. I think everyone's doing a, a fantastic job with the with the program, and um, yeah, the proofs in the pudding. That you know, uh, like I mentioned, obviously Blair Lyons, he's doing fantastically well. He was one of the guys uh, during that two-two game uh, that it was just like, wow, he's he's amazing. <laughs> yeah, um, I think we'll always miss Blair. You know, he was he was he could just turn it on just like that. It was. It was probably one of the best players I've played with personally, like, but no, nah, it was just, it was different gravy. Definitely. And uh, who do you support, if you don't mind me, mind me asking, Alex? Um, I'm a Liverpool fan. Oh, so God. Uh, <laughs> I know, um, I'm hoping the, uh, there's talks of them just being handed the league, but I'm not sure what's going to happen yet. I um, I saw what the Highland League did. They, um, they've they just hand, handed their top of the league, haven't they? They've, they've won the league, so. Yeah, um, obviously a wee bit of a different situation in the Lowland League uh, due to relegation and obviously Kelly yeah. Hart's on uh, that far away from uh, Bonnie Rigg. Uh, I think in Bora Rangers' case, I think you know they were far enough ahead that I thought it was fair. I know a lot of people think it was um, a wee bit early, but they were like 14 points clear. And so um, yeah, it's tough. Um, do you have any sort of opinions on what should happen? What I know it's, it's tough for you as a Liverpool fan, obviously, you want to that right. title away, but... Um, just personal opinion, maybe just on Scottish football. I think, like you say with Brewer, it's similar to the Liverpool situation. You know, there's so many points in, ahead. But um, I think, like it was Fash said on your previous um, podcast, that there's still chance for Bonnie Rigg to, to nick it, whether they will or not. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, but I've, it's difficult to say because obviously there's it's the business end of the season now, so it's getting to. The important stage, but if if possible, I'd love to finish the season off. But you know, you just can't see it happening before this this carry on with the virus and all that. Yeah, uh, I, I said that to Fash as well. I I think we're both in agreement that I just don't think it's going to happen. There's too much. Um, as I said, it was a minefield because the players, you know, like say Gus is obviously moving on to Elgin, and uh, does he stay at Stirling Uni for a wee bit longer, or can he? You know, stuff like that. It was the players obviously um, out of contract. Yeah, it's it's just uh, 
I'm glad I'm not the person. I've said it before, but I'm glad I'm not the person making the decision on what's going to happen. I know. I couldn't. I couldn't think of what they're thinking now. The SFA and they must be all over the show with the decisions that they're having to make. But I think, in regards to contracts, I think they should maybe be extended or I don't know. I'd yeah. like to say I'm glad I'm not making the decisions. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it is a difficult one. I mean, uh, you're not going to keep everyone happy. There's just not a chance that that's going to be the case. Um, league reconstruction might happen, I've heard that. Uh, you guys obviously know that um, the West of Scotland's coming in. Do you worry a wee bit um, in, terms of, in terms of your position in the Lone League? I know you guys are pretty much like mid-table at the moment, but um, do you worry in the future with the sort of former East Juniors, like uh, obviously Kelty and Bonnie Rigg are doing so well, and then the possibility of maybe an Auckland like Talbot coming to the league does it does it concern you at all? Um, I, I have always thought about that. You know, thought about um, how how we would cope when those sort of bigger teams go up. But I think as as long as Geds keeps on bringing in the quality he is doing as he is, I think the union up um, they'll they'll handle with what's coming up. You know he's he's got a good pedigree of players. He's he's brought in young lads from from clubs, sort of like Jason Jarvis and James Berry from league clubs. So as long as he keeps on doing that, I think the union handle themselves. Yeah, and uh, I know a lot of people um, out with the league tend to look at you know like yourselves in Edinburgh Uni, but I, I think there's there's teams and uh, no disrespect, but in a worse position than you. Your, your guys, you know, I, I think you're a really good team. And um, it's like Berwick, for example, they they just came into the league this season uh, from league football, and you're above them, aren't you? So, I, I think they got a bit of bit of a shock when they uh, when they came down. I think they they thought, oh, it's going to be easy, but you know, we we did the, we did the double over them, so that's all we're bothered about. And that's what I love. I kind of I, I defend you guys, but I do love it when you you sort of beat uh, beat a, a well, better comments, a bigger team, and the reaction often seems to be like all doom and gloom. I know, yeah. They just they always uh, refer to us as a bunch of students. I think when we beat them at the start of the season at home, there uh, all the the fans on the Twitter were commenting, "How how can you get beat by a bunch of students?" And I, I was scrolling down the tweets and just liking them. It was, it was funny. <laughs> Quite right, mate. Um, no, uh, it's been a pleasure talking to you, mate, and all the best with everything. Uh, I hope Stalin Uni can continue to be a part of the Lowland League as long as possible. I think you are a, not only a credit to the league, but a credit to your, yourselves and the, you know, the gaffer and obviously the Bucks. Um, for people that sort of keep up with it, you, you have done fantastically well there. Brilliant, Alex. Uh, as I say, thanks for talking uh, for talking to me today and uh, keep safe, mate. That's no problem, man, yourself.